Welcome to Biscuits and the Ham. Catherine, you are even that welcome felt, Sam. We want to get you pumped up. Biscuits had a rough week. She had a rough week. I was going to start off with what the hell is going on? What planet yeah, yeah, yeah. is like jacking okay. things up <laughs> for us? So I call my friend Jane. Some call her a planetary wizard. Uh, Maybe just I call her that. She's a bit of a mystic. She's very tied into gems and crystals in the universe. And on Tuesday, I, I was close to tears. I said, Jane, what is going on in the universe? And Jane said, Catherine. Jane said, <laughs> please. She's from, from the Northeast. North she's from, she lives in Boston. Please. Um, she lives in Boston, but she grew up in Long Island, I think. I feel like I'm making that up. Anyways, she's like, Catherine. I would love to tell you that there's something going on with the planets, but honestly, it's nothing. People are just the worst right now. <sighs> she did give me hope, though, that in the middle of April, Pluto does go into retrograde, so maybe that will fix things. Um, but then I was thinking about it, and I said, wait a minute, Pluto's not even a planet anymore. <laughs> and you Says said, who? who says Pluto's not a planet? And I said... They decided it. They passed like in Mavenishnup. What? <laughs> Why is we don't have German now? It's just yet, No, isn't that like Mercury, Venus, Earth, Neptune, yeah. Saturn, Uranus? Those Pluto. are the planets. In fact, Pluto's not a planet anymore. Some jerk scientist said, uh, "It's not okay." Now, this is let's weird. just pause for a second. We've got Jesse Miller. Fact checking. Fact check. Yes. Pluto is a planet, says NASA. Uh, okay. It's back on the map. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> Michael was insisted that you were the idiot. Pluto's not a planet. Where's Desterman? I said, she's working too hard. As soon as we started talking about that. I've been in that, Texas. She's been working. Okay. As soon as we started talking about it, um, we also have another special guest in the studio today. Yes. She may be anonymous or she may giggle in the background. She does not want to talk about it. Her name is Michelle, Michelle, <laughs> Michelle, also known as my sister, Michelle. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the pod. She wore her best Be Kind shirt and five times in rainbow it says, Be Kind, Be Kind, Be Kind, Be Kind, Be Kind. So I said, I'm giving the world a message. I love that. Um, all right, so today is the big recap yes. episode, because okay. we've had, we had two, uh, episode five and episode six, we recorded mm -hmm. like pretty back to back. Yes. So there's been just also, an onslaught of feedback. Let's pause before we even get to the feedback and acknowledge we got cocky with the schedule. Hmm. We recorded the day after we launched our last one. Yeah. We had a whole week to put it out. We had a whole other week to record we got behind the eight ball. We were going to record Thursday, then Friday. And now here we sit. It's Saturday. The pod would normally be released. And our loyal listeners, we are sorry. Yeah, but yeah. we're here. We're making it happen. Laura is um, already staring out into space. <laughs> <laughs> She's had such a rough week. What's her watch say? All right. 97 beats a minute. Okay. Big no, recap actually, I feel like episode. you got 16 beats a minute. Did you have too many corners? No, no, it's always high. All right. Can you focus? Yeah. <laughs> 
let's dive in. I'd try. Okay. <laughs> Before we start, though. Yes. Do you have a demographics update for yes. us on where the listenership here's, is shaking here's out? Here's how big we've gotten. We've crossed <laughs> a threshold Ooh. that I've been looking forward to announcing for some time. <gasps> and now that we've crossed it, quite honestly, it's hard for me to engage the particular number of listeners oh, we have because we're wow. just too large to catalog on that individual level. Okay. Over a thousand. <gasps> da, 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 da. Over a thousand. Over a thousand. Really right? Uh, That's great. Yeah, our be- our our let's let's look at the let's give a shout out to our best episodes. Mm. Uh number one episode is our first episode, still standing strong at three hundred and seventeen. Nice. Uh, but what I'm finding is every week they each gain momentum. So now our second episode has two hundred and one. Okay, she's catching up. Then one hundred and seventy on down the the line. Uh, estimated audience one forty four. It's one hundred forty four people. Listen to us somewhat regularly, Tune or else in. they wouldn't be considered an audience. Also, countries. Anybody want to guess where we're breaking in the world? Um, where in the <laughs> world is Carmen Geneva? Uh, uh, Michelle, I see you have your hand raised. <laughs> <laughs> no? Um, all right, I'll go. Okay. Uh, Turkey. Istanbul. No. Constantinople. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, we actually don't close. have any new countries. We just kind of got going, and then I felt like a disappointment. But I will tell you, we got another listener from the United Kingdom. Oh, Alison Bain, my former daughter from Starbucks. She lives in London now. She started listening. We also have Russell, our other UK listener. And you old hoser, you secret Canadian listener. Still haven't made yourself known. Hey, have you checked our Gmail lately? No, I What if he's too. emailed us and he's like <laughs> suing us and we don't even know? Just kidding. Oh, don't we'll sue us. We love that. you. We'll come back to that. Okay. Um, those are the big stats. Also, I think important to mention because we've been monitoring our male audience and we're now at 25%. 25% male. That's good. That's up three yeah. percent from the last yeah. time you reported. Uh-huh. These are mm-hmm. good good numbers. Good stats. Um, hey, congrats on a thousand. Hey. Huh. High five. I was so Love afraid in the air we were gonna miss that. <laughs> and then we would only be the ones to know that we high five, then we'd have to high five again so everyone could hear it. Catherine, are you Thomas. ready to go to brunch? Let's go to brunch. Um, today's brunch is a little a little not your typical brunch because it it's not feels- brunch at all. Like exactly what we needed. Yeah. I don't know how this happened. Like yeah, like a carnival brunch. It's like we're at the state fair. <laughs> we got root beer floats. We haven't had those yet. Those are for intermission. We got, and she didn't, Grandma, no scrimping on that ice cream. Guess what kind she got? Graters, Hagen does. fancy. A and W root beer. It's a fancy float. Yeah. Uh, we also had corn dogs. Hmm. And tater tots. Yep. How many corn dogs do you have? Two. <laughs> Is that what, why you have the eyes of a dog right many? now blinking at me slowly? <laughs> Puff sleeves can't hide what that extra many? corn dog. One too many corn dogs, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, well, I haven't eaten yet today, so I went hard. Who? I told her as soon as she yeah. walked in, I learned my lesson. <gasps> I've been snack. fasting since Tuesday so oh, that yeah, I didn't mess this up la- again. your last mishap. Yeah. Um, I'm for, still eating whipped butter and strawberry jam to make up for what uh, I did on the front end of that last in there? Yeah. I might put that in my float. It came in handy because... <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, wait, I have a question. I have concerns about how that would go. Oh, <laughs> also with my high heart rate? This could be a link. It might slow your heart rate to a stop. <laughs> um, wait, I have a, I did have a brunch question though. Yes, yes. What do you have? Um, what's your favorite cereal? Oh, great one. <laughs> Sometimes she does this, folks. She holds on to things. And she puts them in her notebook, and she doesn't ever bring them up to me. So it's been on my mind for like a week and a half. How excited I am! Yeah, favorite cereal. <coughs> and do you have cereal in your house right now? Yes. What kinds? Okay, just wherever you want to start with that. I know this could go like hydrate coat, hydrate coat. I know this could go a okay. lot of directions. So the problem with the cereal in my house right now is I I have it in a cabinet that I don't use unless I'm toasting something or eating cereal. Or using a cookbook, which doesn't happen that often. So I forget I have it. Mm -hmm. My milk goes bad. Then I remember I have it. I buy more milk. Then I forget I have it. The milk <laughs> goes bad. It's a cycle. So if I opened that, there might be dead animals. And I don't know what I mean it is. But I, have, I bought Frosted Mini Wheats. I was really excited about oh. it. We ate a lot of Frosted Mini Wheats growing up. We also really liked um, Cracklin' Oak Brand, yes! which people think is, is that, a healthy cereal no. and it's delicious, but Michelle, don't do it. It'll crack your other tooth. Um, <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Wait, is that stuff still on the market? It's still around. Oh my it's still God. around. So those are, those are good. Those are really good. Cracklin and I like all the healthy cereals too. Like I like Corn Flakes. Mm. I like Raisin Bran. I like, um, what's the, grape nuts? yeah, Grape Nuts. And then you merge into Frosted Flakes, Rice Krispies. I'm like very, these are not the choices I would have expected. I'm getting, I know, I know. That's, okay, so now let's veer over. For the, for the bad stuff. Um, I really, I love Captain Crunch with the Crunch Berries prior to them adding in the blue and the purple Crunch mm -hmm. Berries. Those make me really mad. I yeah. don't like artificially colored foods. Like you don't that. like blue foods no, in particular. No, I don't at all. Mm -hmm. And I also That's really true. don't like purple foods. Mm. So Fruity Pebbles, though, I like a lot. Um, what else? You know what I uh, opened my cupboard to the other day and I was thrilled about it, what? even though they're getting some bad press? Huh. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh, my God. Can we talk about that <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch thing? Why? I was resistant to it. I didn't mm -hmm. want to read it because I saw it buzzing around. Yeah. And then finally I went and read it and I cried laughing. Did you read all the comments? <laughs> oh my God, this guy. Did you do you know the whole thing? I, I just know he found shrimp tails. Oh my God. And that cinnamon oh toast crunch was like not so even he into it. finds shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch. Three of them, to be specific. <laughs> and they are quite obviously like shrimp carcasses. Yeah. And he said he How wasn't even that? mad about it, really. Yeah. It was after he'd eaten a bowl. So that was the disappointing part. But he said, I thought there was a logical explanation. I wasn't even as mad about it as I could have been. I mostly was baffled. Like, yeah. how does this happen? Do and I thought they should know because if people have shellfish allergies, blah, blah. So he tweets them, holding the shrimp tails hey. in his hand, saying, hey, who who's over them? Post? General Kella, Mills. General Mills. Yeah. Um, hey, General Mills, want to explain why I have shrimp tails in my cinnamon toast crunch? <laughs> and they write back and they say, those aren't shrimp tails. <laughs> and he writes them back and he says, no, I'm sorry what they are. Yeah. And they say, oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for letting us know. We will process these. In the meantime, please put the shrimp tails in a 
postal, you know, yeah. priority mail and Send mail them to us. to us so we can investigate them. And then they write him back and they say, after investigating um, your he, photo. Did he do that? No, he oh, said, he, okay. he said, I'm not sending the shrimp tails. Are these you are crazy? My, these, these are, are mine. mine. Yeah. yeah. He said, they, but they wrote back and they said, after having your photo professionally examined, we have determined that those aren't shrimp tails. But again, send them to us and we will process them and make sure. <laughs> and then he said, no, bullshit. Now you're calling me a liar. And I'm fairly certain that standing here, staring in my hand versus your professional assessing the photo, I'll tell you they're shrimp, they're tails. shrimp tails. And they go back and forth and they keep denying it, which then makes him furious. And he just bought a three pack at Costco. Sorry, Costco. We love oh. you. But so he emptied them all out on the counter Anyone? and he said here's my findings <laughs> i love this guy there's like a piece a piece of string no additional shrimp tails more yes um some sort of hard plastic thing it was like multiple things so then someone says i'm sorry to tell you that's a rat making a home and gather, that's what they gather. That's what they do. And then the guy's like, I'm seriously going to throw up because you realize I I've ate. eaten this. Oh, no. And then it just goes on and on and on because General Mills just keeps not acknowledging it. And then he can't stop being like, please explain yourself. Like, yeah. I'm giving you an Who opportunity. Who is your PR person, General Mills? Well, Fire. it's a beautiful lesson in reputation management because you know how that stuff goes. You have some sort of... 25 year old girl out of college who's just responding. I'm so sorry for your experience. Please send me your address. I'll send you a free box of cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> Shrimp tail free. Cinnamon I toast promise. crunch is done, and General Mills might be too. It is a mess. Wow. It is crazy. Well, I mean, it's just the way it was all handled because now you have all these people looking at it. It's a damn I'm not, shame. I, I love cinnamon toast crunch so hard. Yeah. I'll never eat it again. Well, you know what? I will. My mine was the like fresh time brand. So it was like toasty cinnamon squares. <laughs> Just as good. Hey, strip tail. I free. had a large cook <laughs> or cane. I'm really out of my kitchen right now. Why do you buy the Whole Foods guide? You can't even give cinnamon toast crunch the former glory it deserved. You had to buy organic with wheat. You're an embarrassment. You say you like food. It's embarrassing. It's <laughs> <laughs> a healthier option. Uh, I blame Davide. He was okay. the one that actually okay. bought him. Okay. So. Well, anyways, oh that was a God. good divergence. What's your favorite cereal? Well, Not it used cinnamon to toast crunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't even it cinnamon toast crunch. What cinnamon, was it called? Um, Wispy oat <laughs> cinnamon squares. They were like cinnamon toasted cinnamon squares or something like that. I probably can't um, even say squares. It's probably toasted cinnamon par parallelogram. <laughs> Toasted cinnamon trapezoids. No, I love a honey triangles bunch. with cinnamon. <laughs> I love a honey bunches of oats. Oh, I forgot. Yes, about we always good. have those. I got a hankering for frosted flakes, right? Yeah, now. or like um the special K with the dried strawberries. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I was gonna make fun of you, but it is really good. I like special K too. Special K is good. I mean, you have to have been hopeful when we started this conversation with me talking about healthy cereals i liked that was a flip wasn't it that was a flip every time you think i'm not going to surprise you I do. <laughs> just what i think away. just what i think there's no magic left yeah yeah you, you still surprise here me. it is 
<laughs> All right. So do you want to get into some fact checks? Yes. Or do you want to do um, comments first? Let's do fact checks. Okay. First of all, yeah. in episode number six, the body image Botox episode, uh. I'm talking about microneedling and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I am so self-assured in my explanations, <laughs> and I'm referencing. I'm so into it. I'm just nodding along, yeah. like yes. Um, I referenced a needle anywhere from a quarter to a half of an inch. That is false. That's, a, that's, that's false. actually a jackhammer. <laughs> uh, that is not something that goes in anyone's face. Uh, if you're using something that's a quarter of an inch, that's, that's on your own time. That's a little deeper than they go. What is it? A millimeter? A millimeter. <laughs> a quarter to a half of a millimeter. A quarter? Did you even get a quarter, a quarter of, of an, an inch, inch needle for your epidural? <laughs> <laughs> That's a big old needle. It's a big needle. Do they needle. make them that big? No, not for your face. Maybe for a spinal tap. Maybe for yeah, maybe for sewing. Yeah. I, you know, other things, no, but no, not no from sewing needles. I will tell you yeah, right now. Not for um, the micro needling. I come from a family of seamstresses. I did not oh hear it. Oh my god! But no. I laughed so hard. I told Adina about that. She was like, "You, you idiot. got it right away though." On the relay, as soon as you we texted me, and you're like, "Yeah, wait a minute." Quarter of an inch seems thick. <laughs> Half so inch seems even thicker. <laughs> um, I also talked to Adina about the blood facial, uh -huh. and that was correct. It is your own blood. Um, she said that's not that's a little controversial, and that has proven results. Some of the other so things. So now, after consulting a professional, do you mm -hmm. feel as though you would still do it? Well, maybe not. No, you know, I'm all about results. Now you that Adina has told you because she knows about skin, <laughs> you're not going to do it. If Adina would have said, "Oh my God, those are amazing, and you'll you look like Benjamin like, Button," I'd be like, "Do tomorrow. it." You would have canceled this again today. I would have said, "I got to go to a blood facial." See you from a mile away. Uh -huh. Okay. Um, what also, else did you mess up? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the big one. Um, also, the same episode we were talking about how. You're supposed to throw your underpants away every night. I still haven't months. gotten over that. <sighs> Jesse fact checked it, and then I, I googled. I did another Google, and Google said, "Yeah." What I found very consistently across the Googles, I just looked it up last night, ironically, because it was still haunting me. And everyone very much is like, "Oh, usually within like a year." Mm -hmm. That's and, insane. I don't understand. Are they they are they that rough on their underwear? Maybe. Yeah, maybe they don't have the kind of rotation you have. Is this just you a, got two hundred yeah. pounds pairs? Who needs you're it? wearing them like twice a year? <laughs> <laughs> that surely gives me a decade, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now that wasn't free. Is this just women or are boys doing this too? You know, I don't know. This That's a good like a question. It, I mean, I'm boys. sure it's advised for men, but men yeah. like probably throw theirs away when they're yeah, like boys they have, have holes more in poo them. and stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All sorts of things, you know. I, I know. I threw away a pair of his underwear that was literally a kilt. I yeah. was like, you can't wear these. They didn't even have a connecting bottom no, piece. No, they were so ripped up. I was like, these are a kilt. Yeah. One day these Michael are, was are a wearing a, a shirt, an undershirt that had a hole in it that he had insisted. And it also had a coffee stain. In it. Like, it was time for mm -hmm. it to go. And we were just hanging out, and he was wearing his undershirt, and I just stuck my finger in the hole and pulled it all the way down. <laughs> and he was like, what you doing? I was like... Throw it away now. You got a cape yeah. or a cardigan, short sleeve. You decide. <laughs> Imagine Michael's in a short sleeve white cardigan <laughs> with pearl Jarvis is medium. <laughs> oh my god! 
that's a good, no, but that's a good image. You know, it was funny. Um, so I listened to our, I listened to that episode and then I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about like a similar thing mm -hmm. and the whole idea of the new phenomenon that is Instagram face. What does that mean? So like you were saying, like women are having plastic surgery and everyone's just like starting to look the same. Yeah. And it's an actual real thing where yeah. women are, are wanting to look like the filters that make your eyes really big and pinch your nose and make your lips really big. So you could go Dude, into a plastic surgeon's office. You. Why am I so you're, smart and always such a trendsetter? You're a wise, wise woman. Well, yeah, it's a thing. And actually, so now like when I was like scrolling Instagram and I was noticing these influencers and like their faces and they mm -hmm. really all do kind of look the same. Mm -hmm. It's like Khloe Kardashian. She's like the perfect one because she looks so different from the face she was mm -hmm. born with. Mm -hmm. But it's that little tiny nose. Mm -hmm. It's the big puffed up lips. It's like they're the big eyes. Sims characters or, like or brat dolls. dolls. Yes. Yeah. Now, Tomorrow. here's what's so interesting. I had a great deep dive about this with our friend Ani, who lives in LA. Ani, miss you. Ani, love, love you. you so much. And she, so, you know, her perception with it being in LA is mm -hmm. like, you know, everybody does so much stuff. And Ani, doesn't subscribe to all that. She's mm -hmm. a natural beauty. She will look 12 until she's 112 yes. probably. Mm -hmm. But um, she was saying how, you know, I love Ani because she always makes me think differently. She doesn't pull any punches about it either. She's just like, well, Catherine, you have to realize that like in LA, you know, especially she's like, it's easy for you to feel that way because you are single or you are married. Mm -hmm. You are not single. Mm -hmm. You're not out there dating. Yeah. And it is hard, especially when everybody else is doing all of these things to look young. Mm -hmm. And she said in LA, it's like all the men her age want to date girls that are way younger. So she's like, that's fine. I try and date, you know, anyone in their like my age all the way up to their early fifties, but they also want to date people younger than yeah. me. And Ugh. she's like, so I agree with you on all of it. She's like, but at the same time, she's like, it's hard because like when you're, you know, single and dating, you just, it's, it's a lot easier for you to feel that with Michael. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. And I said, you're right. Well, That's super fair. And I imagine like living in LA or New York. So here's what we did. Ew. She let She's going to move to Columbus. Well, Bonnie. that's what I said. Move to Columbus. We'll take care of you. But her whole family's there. So we have to yeah. leave her in LA for now. However, I, um, as a fun game, she's letting me play on her hinge profile. Oh yeah. And I am trying to date. Are you dating anyone just yet? Dating for her. <laughs> I texted the girls about it a week ago and I said, you guys, I need just giving her a hinge profile and like, See yeah. you in seven months. So Ashley, let me know how the baby turns out. Have you met anyone that you like? Jesse said, Catherine, you're going to have so much fun dating. Yeah. So um, no, mm. actually, I need to get back in there because I did spend a good chunk of time going through people. I did send a couple messages, just some clever, you know, just ways to, you know, see what's out there. But um, it's really tough, disheartening. And I think it's like the L.A. element adds to it because yeah. everybody's in the industry. Yeah. So there's a lot of actors and musicians and producers and like, but they're also like in the early fifties. So there's an element of it too, where we're, like, if you're an actor we're all the accountants. or a musician in your you know, early fifties, 
Like, are you? Or are you just nice, playing at the Lucky Lizard every nice Tuesday? You know what I mean? Hey, for each of these guys, they got a CPA, they got a lawyer, they got a doctor. Like, where are those guys? We need the professional. It's I'm having men. a hard time finding normal ones yeah. or ones that don't think that they're. There's a different vibe of guys in LA. Thank God that we don't have in the Midwest where it's like. I bet you they being, take themselves very seriously. Some of them. This reminds me of though very Kevin, large glasses and dark hair. Remind me whose thoughts. was it? Whose uh, app were we on? Scrolling girls, and you were being so picky, and I was Kinda like, was probably yeah, and I was into me. everybody. Like, yeah. I if I feel like if I was on there, I'll find someone. It's give just me that like app. a salesperson. You'll buy whatever, <laughs> and I'm like, talk to me on Tuesday. You're like, no, yeah. no, no. Well, I'm like, get the LC. No, I'm really good at online dating. I never spent a ton of time doing it uh -huh. because I I was too picky, actually, probably. Yeah. But bye, Michelle. Bye. Um, but I. I did find that it's an interesting way to go about life. You get this sort of every day you'd wake up to this sort of here are your presence, mm -hmm. go through them, see what you like. And if, you know, but I would put them through rigorous testing, which is why I only met actually two guys. Yeah. Congo, before he met his lovely wife, he um, dated a lot of people. And then he started dating the same person over and over again. So I said, give me your match. And then I would, man it for him and say okay mm -hmm. i need you to check check out tiffany 773 you know mm -hmm. she looks like a nice girl so um i'm i'm not saying that i can't do it for ani but i'm realizing we because i'm always trying to get ani to fall in love and run away with someone as though they just are right there and she's refusing right but i i realized like this is interesting this is a whole new ball of wax wow just culturally yeah you might, I've heard the LA scene like is that hard for you. It's, <laughs> it's very hard for me. Thank God I have Mr. Ham and I don't have to worry about I that know. sort of thing. So, Catherine, going back to episode five, mm -hmm. which was don't tell us to take notes. Mm -hmm. um, you told me that you were in a deep dive with Carnes and he thought we let white guys off the hook. So Carnes and I had a, a very thorough wrap up, as we always do. And... Per usual, <laughs> we talked about this episode. I had this weird pocket of time and he called me earlier in the day and I was on a call and then he called me again at like three o'clock and um, I said, well, this must be an emergency because you're calling twice. And he said, look, I know you're very important, but I can't believe you haven't called me back. And I was like, well, I'm going calls. <laughs> I said, but weirdly, I have a pocket until four o'clock of yours. So we talk for forever about this episode again. I think he hates it. <laughs> and I'm thinking how ironic it is because my sister was like, this is your best episode, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, of course, I, I, I actually think it was probably your strongest episode. <laughs> Classic Chris. Okay, so he had a couple of good things that he um, said. The first thing he said is, at first I was worried that you were going to let white guys off the mm. hook. And you kind of still did. And he said, and let me tell you, as a white guy, we don't have it rough. And I said, <laughs> fair. But look, we got all sorts listening. I'm not trying to isolate everybody or, you know, get anybody's hackles yeah. up. Um, but I thought that was interesting, you know, coming from my man, of course. He also said, um, I think that Destro missed the point 
of Amanda's quote, mm -hmm. which is, if you'll recall, men are afraid women will laugh at them, women are afraid men will kill them. He said, I'm familiar with that quote. And um, what it's referring to is, is you know, the, the context is that women, as it relates to men, as an entire sex, mm -hmm. their biggest fear is that they will be killed by them. And men's biggest fear as it relates to women and the entire, you know, sex is that they'll laugh at them. Hmm. And so it's not necessarily biggest fear. It's just, he said, it's, it's the power disparity. Mm -hmm. It's the, are you texting right now? No, I'm look. I'm referencing notes. I got notes. so mad. Keep going. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just got paranoid that you were multitasking. Yeah, I mean, no. But he said, you know, um, the other one we really got into is the like a dude thing. Uh, so, yeah. He said. Well, and I will say in response to Carnes, it wouldn't be the first time I missed the point. Um, <laughs> of something. I missed the point in the setup. I thought I got the point and I thought I expressed my point, but. Maybe I missed the mark a little bit. Well, and I think there's some, I've got some uh, little bit of different conversations that we'll go yeah. back to too. Yeah. Uh, but yes, the, the like a dude thing. Yes. So he said, um, you know, I thought it was interesting when you, when you guys were talking about, you know, being like a dude and mm -hmm. he said, I don't think that that is a bad thing. And I said, okay, well, let's go down this road for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I just don't think it's like an insult. And I said, no, I know. I said, as someone who has also been told they're like a dude, let me tell you, my whole life, every time I heard that, I would sort of mm -hmm, smile to myself and shimmy my shoulders. It was something that made me feel good. Mm -hmm. It was something that made me know that I was cool and funny and smart and on the level and hanging out with the dudes, not as a girl, just as myself. One of the guys. And... I said, but if you break it down, what we're really saying is you're not like a woman. And what that is really saying mm -hmm. is that women are emotional and hysterical mm -hmm. and not funny and not smart and not cool. So you're so different. Yeah. And he said, I don't know about that. Yeah. Carnes, I we, think you missed the point on that one. <laughs> <laughs> we went into it deeper and I said, think about it. Think yeah. about it. And he said, actually, I'm going to have to think about this one for a while because you might be right. Yeah. And I said, I didn't even realize it fully until right it's now. That but stupid, yes. stupid me, the meme that I was talking mm -hmm. about, like the, the think like a man, yeah. you know, act yeah. like a woman, think like a man, work like a boss, like yeah. think like a man. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what I did? Huh. Took all that womanly emotion and, you know, things that I like to pretend make me better. And then I showed up to my book, my book club for work uh, and cried on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was crying about. I left thinking, what just happened? You really acted like a woman, Catherine. Well, I was with women. And we were talking about being yourself and feeling your spirit and not worrying what anybody else thinks. Yeah. And of course, you were vulnerable. My soft heart just yeah. opened wide up. And next just thing I know, I'm crying in front of all of them. And then I said, well, this was my first book. <laughs> That's what works when you decide. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys. Um, no, I think okay. that that's, I think that that's um, yes. 
some interesting feedback from one of our top male fans. Yes, yeah, he's going to come on also, yeah. P.S. Yeah. I've been trying to get that guy on here because he's just one of the funniest people as a human in the yeah. world. And I said, well, if you would come on the pod and talk to us about these things and represent your opinions. And he's like, I don't know if I want to do that. He said, but may I offer some suggestions? And I said, sure. He's like, I'd <laughs> like to throw this out for topics. And I get said, okay. Ready. And I got my notepad opened on my phone and I said, I'm ready. And he's like, I'd like to see an episode on sandwiches. <laughs> you know, the, yes. the Rubens got, really got me thinking, mm -hmm. uh, maybe sandwiches and cocktails, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, why don't you come on and talk about sandwiches and cocktails? Like, it doesn't have yeah. to be anything heavy or men versus women. And he said, I'll consider it. So mm -hmm. we'll keep bringing it up. Okay. Because that guy is going to be podcast gold and I want him a part of it. Now he's going to say I've added too much pressure, but we'll keep building pressure until he yeah. shows up at my house. Write us, write us at biscuits in the ham yeah. at Gmail. You know where to reach we us. We want Chris Cards. Mm -hmm. um, I, so it's funny because I was texting with my sister who yes. listens to the pod mm -hmm. and she was kind of like that quote with an eye roll face. And then she's like, I thought that you guys were going to like support it and build it up and mm -hmm. you know she's like i was ready to just be annoyed but um probably not thinking of it in the context that karns has so lovely pointed yeah. out the, the the whole power dynamic or even like my mom brought up like the dynamic in abusive relationships mm -hmm. like that's that's probably very true yes but it's funny because she she texted me this question and um she said to special attention like women's day um, you know, like days, months that celebrate minorities, like does, does all, do all those things perpetuate victim and victim mentality? Like we need to be, um, treated specially because we were mistreated. So we're mm -hmm. like co-signing to this whole victim mentality and, and accepting this attention. She's like, does that keep us in the state of victimhood? Mm -hmm. And like, you know, like we have never been as like, where we are in history, we've never been as accepting and diverse and talking about diversity and inclusion and talking about, you know, equal rights and like the, the rights that are, I mean, yes, we still have ways to go, but this is the best place we've ever been. So she was kind of like, it goes back to like setting your own boundaries, choosing your own choices. Like, you know, she's like, people like to say the victim because it, it keeps them comfortable yeah. with not having to be accountable or, or pushing themselves to, to do more. I take um, it differently. I wouldn't say that like anything like this is celebrating being a victim as much as I, you know, and again, everybody's perception is their own reality mm -hmm. too. I feel like um, days like that, I don't have too many days that I feel like are about me, but like even an international women's month, I'm a woman. Mm -hmm. That's about me as much as anything could be. And thank you for giving me the opportunity. You know, my company, we talked about women's stuff all month long. Mm -hmm. We read a book, you know, written by a female author that talks about being a woman and having your voice heard. And mm -hmm. like, it gave us a platform mm -hmm. to be proud of ourselves and unified and recognized. And I think like, um, there's days for like, you know, if you've had a miscarriage or had, you know, and, and I'm not going to go out and post about yeah. what happened to me. On I those saw days. what country just did that where they gave um, time I off. I saw for, that. You get uh, the full like, yeah. maternity leave That's for miscarriage. That's a beautiful and I was freaking like, thing. God, you... Yeah. But 
Uh, it's not my style to, to do that. However, on those days, mm-hmm. and other people are, are, you know, choose to do that or are strong enough to do it or whatever it may be. Yeah. It just, there's a little of me that feels seen or heard or mm-hmm. recognized or the solidarity in all of us. Yeah. Even though we're all so different, we've all been through similar things yeah. and that binds us. And so I kind of look at it as just like the opportunity to acknowledge the things that maybe that group of people have gone through. Yeah. Maybe it's not about me understanding if yeah. I wasn't a victim of one of those things or if I'm not part of that, whatever group of people. Well, I wrote down the word solidarity. Cause I feel like that's that, if that's what it's all about, just mm-hmm. like giving support. And again, like we, we talked about, like if this is something that you, this is important to who you are and how you identify with, with who you are and live your life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your choice. Right. Lean into it. Right. Um, I do have a really important article, though, that I felt like it would be helpful okay. for, for us. What you got? What um, you and it's just it's good business advice, Catherine. Okay. Um, reasons that you weren't promoted that are totally unrelated to your gender. Sorry, okay. I was slurping my root beer float yeah. that I now have. <laughs> Hydrate. Jesse, make me another one. Um, so this was shared with us by my best friend, Beth Owen. Oh, and this is, I, again, valuable idea. business advice for you. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay. So um, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. You don't smell enough. That's not true. I smell all the time, actually. Well, actually, that's true. You smell too much. <laughs> <laughs> so I do feel like I've gotten judged for smiling. People much. don't take you seriously because you smell so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, you're abrasive. Like, for example, that time you asked for a raise, it made people feel uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you don't speak up. We'd really like to see you take on more of a leadership role mm-hmm. before we pay you for being a leader. Um, what else? Ooh, this is a good one. You're too focused on details. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you take a 50,000-foot view of things. <laughs> what I'm hearing is <laughs> either way you slice it, yeah, people will find a way mm-hmm do not support you yeah you're a pushover like when tom came up and gave you that platonic hug on the shareholders meeting you should have just told him not to touch you instead of tell instead of telling me you thought it was inappropriate leaders handle handle their own problems oh. um this is a really good one this is mcsweeney's mm-hmm. and the title of the article is reasons you were not promoted that are totally unrelated to gender and it's satire is if you will hits. all of mcsweeney's is everyone loves it yes hits. Hysterical. It's um, so true. And it's like, um, it makes me so happy I'm not in a place like this currently. I, yeah. you know, because I've definitely been in environments where who I am is turned against me. And this is, this example is perfect of that. Yeah. Um, okay. So going back to the episode number five. Mm-hmm. Any other nuggets that you would like to share? I know we had, there was a lot of chatter in the group text. Um, You know, a lot of our friends who are in the corporate environment Mm -hmm. were like, yes. Sending us messages. 100%. Uh, Friends of ours saying they're driving down the highway. People might have thought they were crazy. They were talking back in the car. They were (laughs) getting animated themselves, um, getting pumped up. Or, you know, I heard from... um, a friend of mine that said that um, she she's in sales and she got not good accounts 
And there was another guy there that got several good accounts at the same time that these were dispersed. And she said she was actually told it was because he was getting ready to buy his girlfriend an engagement ring. No. And her husband had a good job and she didn't need the money. No. Mm -hmm. Hello, Not, HR. Yeah. I mean, so the point is. Wow. We, we, you know, we talk about things like this. You know what and, else yeah. I've, uh, that I've experienced? <clears throat> um, when I, so I have two kids. Mm -hmm. I, you know, have a pretty demanding job and I'm trying to juggle those things constantly. Mm -hmm. So there are times where it's like, Hey, I've got, um, I've got to pick the kids up. I've got to, you know, they need doctor's appointments, whatever. Now my husband works for himself. So God bless him. He's able to pick up a lot of the slack so that I don't even have to do a whole lot to mm -hmm. adjust. But what I've observed is the men who are also fathers who have to go do the things. Mm -hmm. They've got games or whatever. They got to pick their kids up. They're treated like freaking heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I would be judged and my performance would be like scrutinized. Or like questioned, mm -hmm. um, but like, oh look at they're such a good dad. Look at them. They're such a good Putting dad. In the time. Wow. How does he do it? <laughs> How does he do it all? How does he do it? And I'm like, ah, you gotta kidding me. That's the hard thing. And we've talked about it in all the different ways, but it's the perfectionism of as the woman you're supposed to be. Having running the company, mm -hmm. running the family, running the bake sale, and running you know your home all at the same time is simply not feasible. And then we give men medals mm -hmm. when they show up to do the things that yeah. And we're spoiled because our circle of friends has men that are great fathers that you know are really super present and carrying at least half the load. Yeah, you know sometimes absolutely. more and like. I've had a, a lot of interesting conversations with friends who's, you know, who they feel like they're not getting that kind of support. Mm -hmm. And in this environment, it gets extra hairy. Yeah. Well, you say it's like, yeah, the expectation you're running, running the, running the work, running the home mm -hmm. life, running all these things. It's like, I'm running myself ragged. I know. Like, I feel like it is just. A, a rat race and that mm -hmm. and I'm failing you know in all the ways and disappointing everybody and it's like god no. like is this the idea of having it all like you have it all but it's all a mess all right we've <laughs> talked a lot about this and now you're here uh-huh it's a pivotal point in your late 30s Mm -hmm. where you realize that why did it always seem so easy and why does it seem so hard yeah. now and unfortunately, once you realize that, I don't think it gets easier. It just seems to feel like when you'll go through a few years where you're like, well, this is just a few years and then it'll be normal or good. Yeah. But it's just life gets very hard. And I haven't found since that point in my late 30s that like maybe I'll have like a two month window where I just feel like things are easy. Mm hmm and nice and going well and now i instead of thinking oh maybe it's turning around i just think well this is nice for right now mm -hmm. because then something else happens that's hard and difficult and if you set yourself up for like 
it not being that way, you'll just feel constantly beat up. Yeah. But I don't know what it is. I found a letter from my dad that he wrote me when I was in college. So he was probably like 50 at the time. And he said, life gets harder as you get older. You'll understand what I mean someday. Mm. And I found that so interesting. And, you know, especially because I really only read it right yeah. now that he's gone. And also because he's right. Yeah. Well, it just, I feel like, you know, I was telling Jesse this before we started recording, like I'm making a lot of sacrifices to be successful in my career because that's really important to Mm -hmm. me and it, it fuels me and it like, I, you know, I love what I do, but you know, when it's really hard and it's really stressful and it feels like it's not, it's not, uh, it's not fueling me, it's draining me. And then I have to make the sacrifices for my kids Mm -hmm. and like not spend time with them Mm -hmm. or not, you know, be able to do what I want to do with them or for them because I'm, I'm pulled and too busy doing this stuff. Like it's just, you are going to have to find out some ways to put boundaries in place for yourself and take time away because if you don't, you're going to burn out. You're not, you can't be good for anybody if you don't take time to reset for yourself. And I was feeling this as well over the last couple months. You know, we've tapped into it on the pod a little bit where just, I just had this like, ugh, hanging on me. And I'm letting it go. Mm-hmm. It's spring. It's new. It's rebirth. I just don't want to feel heavy. And I'm never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. So if I stop thinking that I am or thinking that everything is resting on my shoulders like it's not. Yeah. It's just something I do to make myself feel extra pent up about it. And like, I realized that, you know, my my sweet boss had been telling me you need to take some time off. And so I took like a day, but that's not what she meant. And that was a great day, but it wasn't enough. So then I finished the month for my sales and I said, okay, enough. Mm -hmm. I'm putting in the next Thursday, Friday, Monday I can find so that I can take some time to step back because I will burn out. I feel myself not being at my best for the people I'm trying to help on my team, for my client, for anyone. Mm -hmm. So you have to learn how to do that and you're going to have to be strict about it because you've never done it before. So people aren't going to understand it. But I think the path to explaining it is vulnerability, is just explaining, this is how I feel. If I'm going to be the best for my family and my work, I can't keep doing all of this. Yeah. No, I know you're right. And I do feel like I, you know, I was telling you I was um, out of town this week in Texas and I was with my my regional Corey and, you know, I feel it for him too, Mm -hmm. because it's like, we're kind of getting through this together, but he's down in the trenches, like, you know, having to make the magic happen. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's a heavy, heavy lift. And, you know, we, we were like flying back. We got rerouted through Dallas. So we got in like midnight um, on Thursday and we're like getting through the airport and we're both so tired. I told him, I'm like, you need to like take tomorrow off just to like chill and relax. Mm-hmm. And he was like, 
I got to work. I got work to do. I have so much to do. So it's like the idea of like, yes, you want to make time for that, but like, they're like when, you know? So it's really, it's really like just a, a Well, you a have struggle. to realize that, you know, the, who, the pace, mm -hmm. who sets it, you know, how far up the chain mm -hmm. does it go? But you can't push people past the point of reasonable forever. Mm -hmm. That has repercussions too. And, you know, one day isn't enough, especially if you guys feel like you can't take one day. Hire mm -hmm. some more people. Mm -hmm. Big flashing red flag. Yeah. Hire more people. Yeah. You well. just are too weak. <laughs> you know, this turned into it's a all very therapy session yeah. for taking your time. Stuff those pus sleeves with warm hugs <laughs> and comfort. All right, let's stay. I'm getting all uncomfortable. Right, get, yeah, we'll yeah, take yeah. it back into something not uh, about pull me. Pull back, pull back. Um, no, okay, so go to karaoke. Favorite. Let's go back to sandwiches. Um, no, you're right. I know. I mean, it, it is one of those things where it's like we will figure it out. I think for anyone that's like started their own company or like is in a position where your company is like very rapidly changing or growing, like it sounds very simplistic, like hire more people, but like sometimes you have to, you grow before you can scale up. And, you know, so it's just, it's not, it's not perfect. Um, and it's hard, but, um, it is spring. So it's that, spring. that it's you, it's going to get better. <laughs> Sunny. It's got to get better. It's got to get better. It's not going to be February anymore. <sighs> Sweet baby Jesus and golden fleece I diapers. Know. That's a good thing. That is February was so cold. <laughs> um, all right. So I do, in the spirit of the big recap, episode number seven, and us yes. not letting men off the hook. Yes. But God bless it. We love you dearly. <laughs> I got a really good one to close us out with. Oh, what you got? What you got? Um, BuzzFeed article. Men are admitting the things they didn't realize until they <laughs> lived with a woman. And yikes. Michael sent this to you. Michael right? sent this to me. He sent it to me, Catherine, on a on a group chain. And I was like, Catherine, don't read it. I didn't read a thing. Um, because it's so good. So first of all, bless your hearts. Mm -hmm. And second of all, this is really good. <laughs> okay. Number one. Okay. Apparently, showering. And washing your hair are separate events. <laughs> now I don't know if you're the right audience no, for me. If I'm if I'm doing one, I'm doing it all, and that happens every few days. See, Jesse and I, we're looking at each other like there's a wings and engine. Wings and engine. You just adjust your wings and your engine. Don't when you get hair. Do you wear a shower like cap? A, no. No. Well, sometimes doesn't your face? See, I feel like when I get in to do that, then my face is like got shower wetness with a little bit of soap on it. <laughs> And I just always feel like I should have just done the whole thing. Yeah, but I got bangs. I have a headband. I do the whole routine. And then my bangs are still <laughs> wet. And I look like a douchey clown. So you could do a shower cap, which I, I do on, a, on occasion. My mom loves a shower cap. Yeah. yeah. But there is, Jesse's right. So there's three showers. There's uh -huh. a wings in an engine kind uh -huh. of shower. Um, there's a full shower with a hair washer. <laughs> and then there's a full shower with shaving. I... Every time I shower, wash my hair and shave legs and armpits. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Just well, because in the name of efficiency, mm -hmm. if I'm in there. She's doing it all. I'm doing it all. 
I'm baffled. I'm well, befuddled. The bangs for a long time made it so that I couldn't not shower every day because they would be too greasy. But then once I started working at Starbucks and not showering every day, my hair got used to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this is a good one. Her lips are twitching, so it has to be good. She couldn't even pay attention to what I was saying. She's because like, it's such a good segue. Okay. To get rid of bangs, you don't just cut them off. <laughs> Wait a minute. This they is thought from a you man. just cut them off? Russia Kenyan. To get rid of bangs, you don't just cut them off. <laughs> Bless your sweetheart. Imagine the fringe. <laughs> Just a little. Should we do it? To a little ledge for fun on the podcast. Um, pockets are very rare for women's pants. Several <laughs> years married, I'm still shocked by this. Pockets are very rare for women's stuff in general, which is why we all go bananas over a dress with pockets, <laughs> including my wedding dress. You're welcome. It has pockets. Yours too. Um, when long, loose head hairs wash off in the shower, <laughs> it's common practice to stick them to the wall rather than let them collect in the drain. If she forgets to remove them afterward, it can be very confusing for the next person in the shower. Why are there a bunch of individual strands of hair deliberately stuck to the wall? I do this. Do you do this? You know what is so funny I will get this. them later. I don't want to put them down. I haven't thought about this, but when I lived with my sister... Yeah, when I lived with my sister, and obviously growing up, lived with my sisters, and then as an adult, Michelle and I lived together, and she used to do it, and the ergo, I used to do it, yes. but I don't do it anymore. I, for, I forgot all about that. Yeah. It's a good trick. Well, it's funny because, so there's a picture of it in this article, you guys, and it's just like, and, and there's three different guys that have the same comment. So the one says, I freaked out too many times at what I thought was a 52-legged spider clicking into my back. But Davide the one time asked me about it because sometimes you forget. Uh -huh. So you just leave it stuck there. And he's like, what is that? I'm like, it's so that it doesn't clog the drain. Michael has you know? been consistently baffled by my hair since the moment we got married, how it just is everywhere. Yeah. And it, within his beard, he'll just pull out long blonde hairs. Yes. He's like, how are you wrapped into my spirit like this? That was another one of the um, the places their hair will turn. Yeah. Out. That yeah. was another one. Yeah. Um, okay, this one's really funny. That she only owns one truly good bra. Good bras in all caps. Yeah. Oh, there is only one, and part of your duty is, as the man is to protect the good bra. If you are doing laundry, you must take the, great, <laughs> the greatest of precautions to make sure it is properly clean, dried, and stored. God forbid the good bra ever turns up missing or in the wrong drawer. Ladies, why is there only one good bra? I need a full hard reset <laughs> right now, and it all seems like so much work, but that is so so true. Um, so Mallory had mentioned this, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. and this is a great opportunity to tell everyone about Big Peach. Big Peach, we've got only, I mean, oh. down the wire. Should we cliffhang it till next time? All right, you guys. Next time, we're going to talk about Good Peach. Good Peach. <laughs> I was Who's reading good this. Good Peach. Big Peach. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, There's. this is a really funny We'll come article. back to this article. We'll kick it off next time by if there's anything you've missed. Um, Catherine, where can people follow us, find us, email us? Follow all us the things. At, at Biscuits of the Ham. Uh, biscuits and the Ham, that is. Yeah. Uh, send us emails at Gmails. Uh, you got the song queued up? Yeah, it's uh, Biscuits and the Ham at gmail.com. Um, I'm going to create an Instagram that's pending. 
Yeah. Uh, and I'm not really on Facebook, you guys. I kind of yeah, hate it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sorry if I'm not engaging. Just keep the reviews coming. Love you guys. Yeah. And until next time. Wait. In the meantime. In the meantime. Until next time. <laughs> there's always brunch.